the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. All right, let's get it on. It's 11.06, and we are back for the second hour of the restaurant show in Denver on News Talk 710 KNUS in Colorado Springs doing a simulcast on AM 1460 and FM 101.1. The answer, I'm your host, Mike Boyle. It is Sunday, January 1st, 2023. If you're just now joining me, happy, happy, happy to have you with me. But we start at 10 o'clock on Sunday. You know, we had, uh, we talked a little bit about uh, 2022, a little bit about New Year's Eve. Got three wonderful calls from people I know. Randy Reed, former mayor of Castle. Rock. I did a little contest. Who do you think is going to win the Bronco game today against the Kansas City Chiefs? Randy thinks the Chiefs got a call from John Holinsky. John Holinsky, retired Air Force major, uh, wonderful, wonderful three-generation family, have been supporting my shows for years. Uh, John thinks the Chiefs are going to win. Tony up in Denver thinks the Broncos are going to win. He admits that it was a more strategic vote because the contest only went up to 11 o'clock. And since nobody had picked the Broncos, well, he admitted he thought the Chiefs would win. He said, why not pick the Broncos? Because if I'm the only guy, I'll get that $50 gift certificate to Trestle's Coastal Cuisine. Now, we can take your calls this hour, 303-696-1971, 303-696-1971. I'm going to go through a little bit of the upcoming calendar. Next Saturday and Sunday, the 7th and 8th, I will have live studio shows 10 to 1 on Saturday in Colorado Springs, Saturday afternoon, 3 to 5 in Denver, and Sunday, one week from today, 10 to noon, all up and down the Front Range. Next Saturday, the 7th, is the opening of the National Western Stock Show. Okay? Kicks off with a big parade. Uh, It's a 117-year-old Colorado tradition. Um, The parade will actually be coming up this Thursday in downtown Denver. But you know what? It's, It's a big deal. People from 48 states 32 countries will drive an estimated $120 million in economic impact into the Denver metro area for the month of January. For those of us that have lived here for years and years, we know about stock show weather. So how am I going to avoid the stock show weather? A week from this Tuesday, January 10th, I am going to head to Cancun, Mexico. We have a group of 54 listeners going with us. We'll fly nonstop on United Airlines. We'll be transferred to the beautiful, beautiful Ryu Palace Hotel, Costa Mujeres. And uh, you know what? Some folks will go see Chichen Itza, and some folks will go see the Mayan ruins in Tulum, and some folks will take a ferry over to Isla Mujeres and have a couple drinks at the Soggy Peso. Others will just stay by the pool. Others will stay on the beach. Some will use the gym, some not so much. Some will stay in the pool bar. But everybody will have a great, great time. That will be January 10th. 
to the 17th. Will the shows go on on the 14th and 15th? Yes, indeedy, on the 14th. I'm going to be interviewing a guy named Pemba Sherpa. And let's do this. Let's take our initial break. I'll tell you a little bit about that. I'll tell you what we're going to do on the 15th. I'll tell you what's going on as soon as we get back from Mexico as well. So let's take a break and come on back. You're welcome to give me a call. 303-696-1971. All right, 13 minutes after 11 o'clock here on January 1st, 2023, the restaurant show. Happy to have you with me. All right, so I'm taking you through the calendar. Next week's 7th and 8th, we will have shows. The National Western Stock Show opens on Saturday. The following Tuesday, the 10th, I'm going to head to Cancun, Mexico with a group of listeners. Wonderful, wonderful people. I'm thrilled. We've got some returnees. We've got some new folks. We've got some folks that haven't traveled in a while. So it's going to be an absolute ball. On the 14th, I will be interviewing Pemba Sherpa. He is a guy that was born in Nepal. He was born in a village, no roads into the village at the base of Mount Everest, and um, didn't have a pair of shoes until he was 13 years old, uh, became a porter on Everest, became an assistant guide, and then became a guide on Everest. He has been up and down Everest a number of times, migrated to the United States, and 20 years ago opened a restaurant in Boulder called Sherpa's Adventure restaurant and it's got pictures it's got all the wall paraphernalia of what it takes to climb mount everest fascinating guy i got a call from his publicist because he wrote a book called bridging worlds and it's not just his biography it's not just his uh, moving from nepal his life story from nepal to boulder to a restaurant but he talks about how he raises money and gives back to the villagers. And you know what? They had a school. When he went to school, he had to walk three hours each way to school. You know what? There's kids in my neighborhood, if they have to go stand at the bus stop for five minutes, their mother goes and picks them up and takes them to public school. You know what? Three hours. You know why? Because it was on the other side of the river and there was no bridge. When he got over here to America and he became a success, he had a bridge built. So now the kids can get to school in about 15, 20 minutes. That's the kind of guy he is. The book is Bridging Worlds. So she contacted me. I read the book enjoyed it. And I said, I'm going to go up and meet this guy. So I went up, had a wonderful, wonderful lunch. He serves food from Nepal and Tibet. Um, he's got one of the best patios you will ever see. If you ever go up to Boulder in the warm weather, you can sit out there and it is absolutely wonderful. And looking right at the flat irons. And, you know, he said, well, would you, would you like to do your show up here? And I said, you know, I I just don't, I've done shows in Boulder, I've done them in Fort Collins, Greeley, but I, I think that I'd rather just have you come in the studio and tell people about your restaurants, they can drive up at your restaurant, they can drive up at their leisure, and then they can um, get the book if they would like that, so that's what we're going to do on the 14th. On the 15th, I will be calling in from Mexico, because it will be the talk radio debut 
of Luis Gonzalez. Luis Gonzalez is the producer of the Sunday Mike Boyle Restaurant Show, and um, he has been a rock jock. Uh, he's been a music jock, and uh, but they said, you know what? He does a nice job. He's got a wonderful voice. Let's see if maybe we can talk him into doing the show. Lewis, are you ready for January 15th? Don't let me down now, man. I, I believe so, sir. I've got a couple of interesting topics uh, that will make for an entertaining show. Do you have a couple of uh, – you've done the show for a number of months. Do you have a few – you can tell – you can hear that radio voice, can't you, <laughs> folks? I mean, this guy, a modern-day Wolfman Jack. Wow. And so anyway um, – um, Maybe have a couple restaurants that uh, you enjoy, maybe you frequent. Uh, if you're a reader, maybe a book. Are you a movie goer? Do you like movies? Maybe you can review a movie for the listeners on the 15th. Oh, absolutely. I am planning on watching Avatar 2 after uh, about a week of uh, kind of holding myself back, but now I have even more of a reason to do it. <laughs> All right, and I'll tell you what, we will leave you with a gift certificate or two. You'll be able to take calls um, if listeners would like to call in, get in some sort of a contest, or if you want to give a gift certificate to all the callers, whatever you want to do. And I will be calling in once or twice, maybe once each hour, maybe once in the show, from Mexico, Lewis just to rub it in. And um, I know that sometimes people will say, well, you know what, the weather here was very nice when you were in Mexico or when you were in the Caribbean. It got up to 60 degrees. I say, I don't care. In January, February, March, I'd rather be on a beach in Mexico. I would rather not take a chance on the weather. So is it okay with you if I call into my show and uh, maybe rub it in a little bit? Absolutely, sir. Thank you so much for uh, handing over the reins of this wonderful program to me uh, on the 15th. You're welcome. Don't screw it up, okay? I'll try not to. All right, so so I get back on the 17th, and on the 18th, a Wednesday, we will have our book club, restaurant show book club get-together at the View House Restaurant. And uh, we're going to be reviewing a book called Razor Blade Tears by S.A. Cosby. Um, We are working on an author. We have had authors come in either in person or virtually. That is something you just don't get with book clubs because they receive so many books. That day for our 16, 18 members, whatever it happens to be. And by the way, you are welcome to come. It's on my website at MikeBoyle.com. It is open to all. We have a wonderful uh, lunch off the menu at the View House. And because of all the books I receive, I generally bring four, six, eight, ten, maybe a dozen books and just throw them out on the table and people go home with a book. They seem to enjoy that as well. So that will be on the 18th. Then on Saturday, the 21st, Bonsires, Dutch Bakery, 610 East Fillmore in Colorado Springs, just east of Nevada. You know, I'm going to have a sandwich when I get off the air at noon. And I'll tell you a little bit about it. But I'm going to compare it with Bonesire's Dutch Bakery. You want to give me a call? I'd love to hear from you. 303-696-1971. 303-696-1971. We'll be right back on The Restaurant Show.
All right, 24 minutes after 11 o'clock. Happy to have you aboard. For those of you just now getting up, this is the restaurant show every Sunday from 10 o'clock until noon in Colorado Springs on AM 1460 and FM 101.1. The answer in Denver on News Talk 710 KNUS. Um, when I get off the air at 12 o'clock, I'll probably settle in and watch a little bit of Broncos football against the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs are already in the lead, 6 to nothing. They scored an early touchdown. Must have missed the extra point, but they are in the lead, 6 to nothing, about halfway through the first period. Uh, Randy and John called in the first hour. They think the Chiefs are going to win. Tony called and think the Broncos are going to win. Um, I've got gift certificates to the Trestles Coastal Cuisine that uh, one of those individuals is going to get for picking the correct team. Um, After the game, I'm going to make a sandwich. And I'm going to make it with the sourdough bread that I just got from Whole Foods. If you listen to the shows yesterday, you know that I went to Whole Foods this week. And I have been to Whole Foods. They are supportive of the projects that I do. The Taste of Douglas County in August, the TAPS gift card drive. I know the general manager very well. She's a delightful lady, very talented. But I usually shop at the Safeway in Castle Rock. It's a little bit closer. But I thought, you know what? I'm going to just go explore Whole Foods. And instead of rushing in and saying hello and grabbing one of these things and leaving, I just walked every aisle with a basket. And I just picked up stuff. And it was fun. Spent about $100. Because I have Amazon Prime, they give you a discount, just like Safeway has its club card. But at any rate, I got over to where the bread is, and they have fresh bread. I love sourdough bread. But I don't like the institutional sourdough bread. I know that they need to put preservatives in it. That doesn't bother me. But it just doesn't taste as fresh. So I am a fan of Bonesire's Dutch Bakery in Colorado Springs, their sourdough bread. I think it is as good as you will find anywhere. I mean, it is memorable. It is that good. It's like one of those sourdough bread bowls down on Fisherman's Wharf at Fisherman's Grotto Number 9 where they do the New England clam chowder in a sourdough bread bowl. Oh, my God, I'm just thinking about it, just sitting here. Wouldn't that be wonderful on a cold day like today? So I saw this Whole Foods. I mean, I can't get to Bonesires all the time. I'm in Colorado Springs every week, but, you know, I just don't swing by every week. So I saw that they had fresh sourdough bread at Whole Foods. So I took out a loaf and I put it in the slicer. So I sliced it up. And I will tell you this, that Bonesire sourdough bread is 1A. I will tell you that the sourdough bread is 1B at the Whole Foods. It's much, much better than the prepackaged institutional sourdoughs. But I got a loaf of it, and I've had a couple pieces of toast. I'm going to have a nice sandwich when the show is all over. All right, 303-696-1971, 303-696-1971, if you want to give me a call. I got a call a couple weeks ago. Maybe even as early, maybe as even as recent as last week, 
about a television show on Amazon called The English. It's about a six-episode series, and the listener made it sound very interesting. Because of all the bowl games, um, because of a couple of other things going on, I did not get to it, but it is on my list, Dana. Um, Tonight I will watch Yellowstone. Does anybody know if tonight is two episodes of Yellowstone or one? Somewhere along the line, in this fifth season, I've seen one through six, but when I Googled it, it said that episode seven aired on the 18th, and I, did I miss that? Then on the 25th, they took the week off, and now they are going to play another episode tonight, and I don't know if it's seven and eight, and then they're going to have a split season on Yellowstone. They're going to have a split season that will come back in April or so with another seven episodes to wrap up season five. I think it's kind of fun that they have more episodes. I don't selfishly like that they make me wait a couple months, but I guess that that's the way they just do it. So if anybody knows anything about that on Yellowstone, I would love to hear from you. Um, Are you somebody that uses email or text? I get a lot of emails. Personally, I'm old school. If I were to send you an email, I would say, hi, then your name, semicolon, business form. I would say, you asked me a question about this, and here's the answer, and blah, blah, blah. Thanks for listening to the show, Mike. When I text, I don't do one of these you are for you are. And I don't do your, Y-O-U-R, I do Y-O-U apostrophe R-E, okay? I believe in using grammatically correct form. But, so I thought to myself, and I mean, I mean I'm polite, I use Surrey a lot, and I always be polite to Surrey. I'd like to meet the voice for Surrey. Wouldn't you like to meet the voice behind Surrey? So I thought that on New Year's Day... <laughs> I would have some fun, and I thought that what I would do is find out, you know, for example, I'll say, um, hey, Suri, what's the point spread on the Denver Broncos-Kansas City Chiefs game, please? I guess you don't need to say please. And then she'll say, the Chiefs are favored by 12 and a half. Thank you. So I thought we would do this. All right, let's do this real quick. Hey, Suri. Uh-huh. Happy New Year. What happened? Oh, it came up as a message. Happy, happy new, new year. So, you know what? She responds to that. I thought I would let you know. Did you know that you can tell Suri? Hey, Suri. Uh-huh. Tell us a joke. To the person who stole my lumber bar, how low can you go? <laughs> Isn't that kind of cool? Doesn't that put a little smile on your face? We need more jokes. We need more humor. We need more smiles on our face. 303-696-1971. All right. Let's, um, I wanted to also talk about um, baseball equipment. Um, 20 years ago, I started taking baseball equipment to the Dominican Republic. We would go out to very poor villages, no running water, no electricity. They obviously don't have 
money for sporting goods. Matter of fact, most of these countries, like the Dominican Republic, don't even have sporting goods stores. Um, just because, you know, if you don't have any money for electricity, you probably don't have any money to buy a stepmaster, right? So we'd take this down to the villages. Rockies would work with us, Dick Montford, I want to thank him for that. And so we would go out to these villages, and we've had a tremendous impact. About two years ago, actually a year and a half ago, a year and a ago, October, I was coming back from Cancun, sitting next to a guy, and we got talking about youth sports, and he told me how they're trying to develop baseball programs in the country of Mexico. In the Dominican Republic, the focus is on baseball for a boy the minute they're born, okay? And if they don't have a bat, they have a stick. And if they don't have a ball, they have a bottle cap. And if they don't have a bottle cap, they have a sock wrapped in duct tape. For a glove, they might cut off a milk carton. So they're just focused on it. Soccer is a secondary sport in the Dominican Republic. In Mexico, when a boy is born, he's thinking soccer. So what we've done as we've tried to get programs started down there, this will be the third trip taking equipment down there, is they might think in the Dominican Republic, they'll say, well, if I don't have equipment, I can still play. I can improvise. In Mexico, they will say, I can't play baseball because I don't have the equipment. See the difference? So instead of doing 250, kids like we do every time we go to the Dominican Republic, we've been doing villages with 50, 60 kids. Started making some contacts. When I go on January 10th, I'm going to take probably about 300 pounds of baseball gear, bats, balls, gloves, catcher's gear. Uh, we'll take some shirts. Matter of fact, Angie from Grinelli's Pizza, she and her husband are bringing down enough shirts and hats to equip, an, to equip a team so that somewhere in the interior of the Yucatan, there will be a Grinelli's pizza baseball team. But the point is, is that these 300 pounds, 350 pounds, maybe even 400 pounds, would be six or seven equipment bags. I've got all the equipment I need. I've got a basement full of it. But a number of listeners will help me transport it down. But the point that I wanted to make is that these two contacts, we're going to go to Tulum. And we're going to go to a town that I've never heard of. I don't know where it is other than to look at a map. I can't pronounce. But thank you, thank you, thank you for the progress we are making. Let's go ahead and take a break on the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. All right, 1139 here, and we are running out of time. I'm going to take you on up until noon with the restaurant show, first day of 2023, January 1st. Happy to have you. If you'd like to give me a call, we've got callers in the first hour, but if you'd like to give me a call, the phone lines are open, 303-696-1971. Maybe you're going to tell me, resolve to try a new restaurant. You know, I was looking through the... Uh, Denver Westward, which is similar to the Colorado Springs Independent, the alternative newspaper. And it talked about some restaurants that we lost this year in Denver. We've already done this in Colorado Springs, but in Denver, Annie's Cafe, after 41 years, 
Bonnie Bray Tavern, founded in 1934. The Park Tavern, 25 years. I'm not being a prophet of doom here. I'm not celebrating their demise. The Saucy Noodle, the Saucy Noodle went away. Been around for 58 years in Wash Park, right there on University Boulevard next to the Campus Lounge. So anyway, I, I, I guess my point is is that, um, you know what, if there's a place you want to visit, if you got friends in town, if it's an old-time place, whether it's in Denver or Colorado Springs, get on out and enjoy it. Get out of your rut a little bit and maybe do something just ever so slightly different in 2023. Last night, the ball drop at Times Square How many people tune in to watch the Times Square New Year's Eve ball drop each year? One billion people. How much confetti is dropped in Times Square on New Year's Eve? About one ton. Probably having a pretty good cleanup party there in Times Square today. Who is credited with writing the poem Auld Lang Syne? That would be Robert Burns. Robert Burns was a Scottish poet uh, and lyricist. He died. Um, he died at about 36 years old, but he's the guy that wrote it, and uh, I'm sure that many people sang it and celebrated it last night. Uh, His poem and song, Auld Lang Syne, is often sung the last day of the year. The Scots have a name for it. What is is the Scottish tradition, do you suppose, to do at midnight on New Year's Eve? It is to kiss everyone in the room. Now, being somewhat of a cynic, my immediate reaction is is it is somewhat is it somewhat gender appropriate or how does that work? But at any rate, that is the Scottish tradition. Um, what do people in the southern United States eat for good luck on New Year's Eve? Black eyed peas. On average, how many babies are born each January first in the United States? 11,293, very exact, 11,293, that means if they're born on January 1st, those parents missed the December 31st tax deduction by having their baby on December 1st, December 31st. You know how it works, you get the deduction for the whole year, all right, so Today will be the Tournament of Roses Parade. It started in Pasadena, California in 1890. You might want to watch, and you might not, you might want to watch out for the Cal Poly float. Cal Poly Pomona has had a float in the Rose Parade. Uh, You know, I don't think it goes back to 1890, but... It goes back 60, 70, 80 years, that is for sure. And it has since more recently become a collaborative effort with Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. um, As we wrap up this first show of 2023, I would like to thank 
an awful lot of the people that were responsible for the show. Um, in Denver, uh, the sponsors, Trestle's Coastal Cuisine, Bagnall Carpet Cleaning, India's Restaurant. He was packed on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Yep, he opened on Christmas. Steve Knatzer, the airplane restaurant down in Colorado Springs. Always been a supporter of the show. He was packed for Christmas. You know why? Because they dared to open. I want to thank Pepsi-Cola and all their products. We served them last night at my party. Pepsi, Diet, Zero, Sierra Mist, Mountain Dew, Root Beer. Yeah, we had plenty of alcohol, too. Don't worry about that. But there are some people that do not choose to drink, either on New Year's Eve or ever. I want to thank Michael Hernandez. Michael Hernandez has the office in the park and the library in Castle Rock. He's got the gym and the taco company in Parker. Veteran Windows and Doors, they do a great job. Cuba Cuba, Christy Bigelow, serves wonderful, wonderful Cuban food. I want to thank Steve Shaw at the Black Eyed Pea and John DeLay at Pegasus. And Michael and Dan at HBS Trash Services and Mickey's Top Sirloin up at 70th and Broadway. Joyce's Famous Pizza and Dave up at the Black Hat Cattle Company. I want to thank Louis Pizza down in Colorado Springs. Louis Sharota, 35 years of making pizzas in Colorado Springs. When he was in high school in Detroit, his dad had a pizza place. Louis was about 16, and his dad said, this ain't my bag. I'm either going to sell it or you can have it. (laughs) Louis said, I'll take it. And about 20 years later, he said, all right, I'm done with Detroit. I'm moving to Colorado. Want to get a little bit milder winters. Didn't know what he was going to do, so he opened a pizza place. He's now got five of them. There are days when he takes care of up to 100-plus schools with pizza, in addition to the dining public. He's unbelievably civic. I want to thank him for being involved with the shows. Dickie's Barbecues all up and down the Front Range. Arlene's Beans and Monument. Mika's Pierogi Kitchen. You know, when I got a call from a listener... I say a call, actually an email, telling me I ought to stop by Mika's Pierogi Kitchen, 4657 Centennial Board, north of the Garden of the Gods. I went by and met the nicest couple, Zach Short and his wife, Mika. She's from Poland. She's the one that does the food. She's pretty as a picture. He is a Army veteran, 1st Infantry Division, the big red one. And they're doing pierogies there. And they've learned how to ship them. Look up Mika, M-I-K-A, Mika's Pierogi Kitchen in Colorado Springs. I want to thank the Garden of the Gods Trading Post. Those guys have been absolutely wonderful. TJ out of Colorado Smokehouse battled a rough, rough, rough year of cancer. Got through it, but still said, Mike, I want to do one of our lunch bunches. I want to do one. I want to offer people some of my good cue. Out there in Fountain, it worked out very well, and she is coming back very, very nicely. Michael Lucero, are you looking for Mexican food? How about La Mission Mexican Restaurant in Falcon? 
How about Pueblo Viejo on North Academy in Colorado Springs? How about Salsa Brava by Randy Price? So you know what? We've had wonderful, wonderful people that have really helped us throughout the year. We've done events with Dickies. We've done events with Patsy's Candy. Zapata Mexican Taco Shops. These are taco shops that do street tacos. We've done parties with the View House. We've done a cigar night at the View House in Centennial with Dennis Prager. So there's just an awful lot of stuff. I want to thank John Jordan. What a great restaurateur John Jordan is over at the Tailgate Tavern in Parker. He's got a great patio. And he also set up a stage on the patio because every, well, I'm not sure exactly what nights, but Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, he has live entertainment over there that is always, always, always tremendously well received. So there's an awful lot of people that go into making this show what it is, making this show on the air, keeping it on the air. want to welcome Coyote Gold Margaritas, the Hoffman Group, Robin Carroll Hoffman, they handle real estate in Denver. John Harding handles the real estate down in Colorado Springs. Both of those people are wonderful, wonderful people. Coyote Gold Margaritas, I mentioned them. A couple of electrical engineers, <laughs> a guy and a girl, said a man and a lady, man and a woman, whatever I'm supposed to say in this politically correct charged age. Anyway, they were sitting around, both married, both have you know families, and they said, you know what? We think we can put together a pretty good margarita in a can. It's part of the segment that's now known as RTDs, not Rapid Transportation District. Nope, 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 nope. Ready to drink. And now when you go to a liquor store, you don't have to buy a bottle of Seagram 7 and some 7-Up to make a 7-7. They're in cans. They're in these RTDs, and you can just take them home, pour them over ice, however you drink it. Same with margaritas, and they have put them together, and I'm so happy to have Randy and Maureen and Coyote Gold margaritas going forward this year. Danny Cash, Danny Cash, 20 years ago, started making hot sauce in the basement of his church. He's got a going Jesse of a business, and he's involved with the restaurant shows, and we couldn't be more thankful. Let's take a break and come back to wrap it up. If you got time for a call, I'd love to hear from you. Must have shut them all down by the shape. All right, it's that 4 o'clock in the morning. It's 11.53 in the morning, but I would be willing to bet that a lot of people all up and down the Front Range, all across the state, all across the country, shut down a lot of bars last night. Big night in the restaurant business. A lot of restaurants sold out on reservations. But what a great, great way for them to wrap up was a pretty doggone good year in 2022. I know it wasn't perfect, but we don't let the perfect be the enemy of the good. One of the things that I think is encouraging about wrapping up the year, there's a place in Colorado Springs called Billy's Old World Pizza. And Billy's Old World Pizza has been around for 
25 years. I went on the air in October of 1995 in Colorado Springs, so probably somewhere around there, 25, 26, 27 years. Started by a guy named Billy Treslow, and it was Chicago-style pizza, the authentic, the traditional Chicago-style pizza, ingredients under the cheese, the same way they do it at Grinelli's Pizza in Castle Rock. But he also is unique in the sense that he does a deep-dish pizza. Well, after five, six, seven, ten years, uh, Billy decided to sell it. He sold it to a guy named Jim Hendershot. Jim Hendershot is a retired Air Force veteran. He was working for Lockheed, retired since from Lockheed, and he took it over 15, 18 years ago and continued on. So this is a hard-working guy. Well, about six months Jim got a little sideways, and they had to shut Billy's Old World Pizza down temporarily. And he continued to make the, It's not one of those stupid signs that says temporarily closed, and you know that it means permanently closed. He contacted me. He said, I'm still paying the rent. I've just got to get caught up on a couple health issues. Well, he went back and got it reopened about a month ago maybe six weeks ago, and he is absolutely kicking butt. And if you want one of those seven- or eight-pound deep-dish pizzas, he can do it for you. Billy's Old World Pizza at um, 8th and Cimarron in Colorado Springs. But uh, he's doing very well, and he's coming back on board as a sponsor of the Saturday Colorado Springs show. And we're just thrilled, thrilled, thrilled that he is doing well. All right, in the first hour, I got calls from Randy and John, and they both picked the Chiefs as the winners of today's football game. Tony called in and picked the Broncos. Nobody else had picked the Broncos. It was a strategic pick on his part. You know what? It's the first day of the year, and I've been known to do this periodically. I'm just going to give all three of those guys a gift certificate. Yeah. I've got a couple for trestles. Probably give those because I think that – let me put it this way. Predicting is very difficult, especially if it's about the future, right? Tongue-in-cheek. But if Randy and John, if the Chiefs win, I'll give them both a gift certificate to Trestles. I'll give Tony a consolation prize. If Tony wins and the Broncos win, I'll give him a Trestles gift certificate. And I will give Randy and John a consolation prize. It's the first day of the year. And what better way than to pay it forward going into 2023. I want to remind you, please, to check out my website, mikeboyle.com. You may look at it today and you may say, it looks a little sparse on your meal deals, your Boyle lunch bunches, your Boyle supper clubs, but don't worry. I will get it filled in before I leave for Mexico a week from Tuesday. Um, We're going to go back to a lot of places that have done events with us over the years. Uh, Garden of the Gods Trading Post, Louis, Joyce's Famous Pizza, Black Eyed Pea, other places. So check out my website at MikeBoyle.com. And also, my daughter has a website, Gusto Mexico, G-U-S-T-O, GustoMexico.com. It is a soft adventure cultural immersion company. I take groups of listeners on a nonstop United Airlines flight to an all-inclusive where we can stay drunk all day in the pool bar, or we can go on an excursion, we can do whatever we want to do. We can read books, we can be together, we can be apart. But my daughter will go to Todos Santos, and she'll go to Tulum and Oaxaca 
and Mexico City and places like that and culturally immerse the 10 or 12. I take 30, 40, 50. She'll take 10 or 12 and culturally immerse them in that beautiful country to our south. So check out GustoMexico.com. If you want to reach out to me, Mike at MikeBoyle.com. That's M-I-K-E-B-O-Y-L-E.com. Mike at MikeBoyle.com. That is my email. If you feel like you need a call, send me an email. I'll give you my cell phone number. I don't mind giving out my cell phone number, 303-903-0017, and uh, we can chat. I'm an older person, so I like to talk on the phone as opposed to sending 35 texts, but I'm more than willing to do that as well. I hope you had a wonderful 22. We're off to a great start in 2023. I want to thank Luis Gonzalez for coming in and producing the show today. The out song, this will be me in about 10 days. I got my toes in the water, my butt in the sand, not a worry in the world, a cold beer in my hand. As Zach Brown says, adios and vaya con Dios. Goodbye and go with God. Have a great rest of your day, everybody. I'm Mike Boyle, and this is The Restaurant Show. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.